Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama Queen by your host, me, Daphne. And for today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my experience with moving schools and also my college plans. So this was actually suggested by two of my good friends, Renee and Chiana. So if you're listening, hi. <laughs> and I really like the setup of this episode because you have something that is um, in my past and you also have something that is in the near future for me. So honestly speaking, I was actually quite nervous to film this video or sorry, podcast. And I was really hesitant to press that record button. And I guess it's because I'm a bit excited but you know there's also like a bit of anxiousness but anyways before i continue rambling i'm gonna transition to why i moved schools for the first time and the second time so i actually moved schools twice but you know if you're like some random person who asked me i would have told you that i just moved schools once um which is the second time i moved schools but you know i'm just gonna explain to you the whole story of you know my experience in moving schools so First off, um, the first time that I moved schools was in grade 8. And the reason why was simply because my mom just wanted to have like a more comfortable life. Um, and what I mean by that is she didn't want to deal with, you know, thinking about traffic or gas or finding like making sure that there's a driver who would drive us to school. Because my first school, which is the school that I've went to for the like. 10 years of my life and I consider it my home. It is a local Chinese school here and it is actually co-ed. Um, that school is actually quite far from my house. It takes about like an hour to get there every day. So, you know, my mom just wanted to make life a bit easier and transfer us to this also a Chinese school, but it is an all-girls school for me and then right across the street, there's an all-boys school for my brother. So, she wanted to move us there because, you know, it was literally walking distance from my house. Like, I can literally, like, walk there right now <laughs> if I want to, which I'm not. But anyways, um, that's mainly the whole reason why. And that was completely, like, my mom's plan and everything. It was my mom's choice. So we didn't really have another choice but to listen to her because, you know, she's the boss. She's my mom. So what else could me and my brother do? So obviously we did it. But... Me and my brother actually really didn't like the idea. We really opposed it. We didn't want to move schools because, you know, we were so comfortable with the school that we had now. And we just, we didn't understand why. But, you know, now that I'm older, I understand why my mom would want to move us. So, anyways, that's pretty much what happened. And when we moved there, a lot of problems kind of arised. Like, you know, my brother and I, we felt pressured in school. We weren't very um, happy with the environment because we didn't really fit in, I guess. And well, also because, you know, we were, I was grade eight and my brother was grade five. So all the hormones and puberty were just there. It was like a weird time, but you know, um, that's what happened. And eventually like some, an incident happened. And after that incident, my mom was like, okay, that's it. Like we're moving back to your old school, which is the again the co-ed Chinese school um, which I consider my home so we moved back there and you know obviously me and my brother were really happy because you know we were back at a place where we fitted in we didn't feel the pressure um, of you know grades or anything and we were happy because obviously we had our friends and everything there was just 
more convenient for us and we were so happy with our lives there and that's basically it so um yeah <laughs> and the second time that i moved was it's a bit challenging because that time that decision to move for the second time was completely my choice so if anything went wrong like if i didn't like the school if i didn't like my classmates if you know anything went wrong then it was completely my fault and i couldn't blame anyone else but me i couldn't say like oh it's my mom's fault because she wanted to move me no i couldn't say that because again it was all my decision so you know when i decided to move schools again i actually didn't really tell anyone like not even my really close friends because i really wanted to make sure of this the decision that i was going to make i didn't want to just like say something and then take it back so that's what happened and yeah i didn't tell my friends until like the very end of the school year and it was kind of sad but you know it had to be done it was an opportunity that i had um so i took it and that was me transferring from my again my chinese school to an international school and actually um transitioned a lot better um the second time i moved and i think that's because well i was older and um i kind of matured also so it was a lot easier um, moving the second time but during the second semester um during my first year in my international school that was when kind of went downhill um it was pretty rough time because um that was when i experienced the culture shock which is weird because like i would expect you know experiencing culture shock like during the first semester like when i initially moved in but it happened during the second semester so anyways that's what happened and moving to that topic which is dealing with culture shock um it was i don't know it took a while to overcome it and i think the reason why i experienced it during the second semester was because i was maybe missing home a lot more because this international school is actually like even farther than my um co-ed school which is crazy it takes like around like an hour and a half to two hours just to get to school and i have to wake up early and take the bus and all that but anyways yeah um it was pretty bad culture shock i should say like i think initially i didn't feel it because like i kind of sunk in that the idea that i was gonna move to an international school where a lot of different people from all over the world you know go to this school so there's a lot of different cultures which have different you know morals and all that and the people that i was going to be surrounded with had different upbringing compared to me so yeah where am i going with this <laughs> oh my god um anyway so again culture shock oh this is like the bad thing with the podcast is that i just keep rambling but again culture shock so um i honestly don't know why it only happened in the second semester but again i think it's because i was missing home a lot more i was missing my old school missing my friends and all that so it happened then and overcoming culture shock is just it takes time i think and it's something that you have to understand like you have to kind of again sink in the idea that the school that you go to is 
um, filled with people from all around the world. So you have to accept them and understand where they're coming from, like their background and their morals and all that. And it took me a while to, you know, understand that because my thinking before was that I couldn't be friends with someone who didn't have the same mindset as me, like in terms of, you know, opinion or morals or religion and all that. And, you know, if I knew that we weren't in the same place, I guess, for one of those, then no, we couldn't be friends. Like you couldn't connect and we would be like too different. We would conflict all the time. So no, we couldn't be friends. And that was my thinking for a long time, which is so bad. Like that thinking is just terrible. And I'm so happy that I don't have that thinking anymore now. Because once I took that like mindset down, then that's when I started to make friends with different people. And that's when I started to like in- immerse myself with different cultures. And, you know, it made me understand and maybe realize that a lot of the people who are close in my new school, in my current school now, my international school, they actually have a lot of differences maybe even more than similarities but these similarities are what bring them together and what make them you know best of friends and wow i don't know why it took me so long to realize that i think it's because i grew up pretty like conservative and i was very like um well yeah conservative in the way i grew up so i think that mindset just was kind of ingrained in me so it took some time to slowly let that mindset you know out let it go and all that but yeah that was my you know story with overcoming culture shock i hope that it wasn't that messy because i feel like this podcast is pretty messy with the way i'm you know making up you know explaining my stories but well that's just how my mind works anyways and you know connecting culture shock to making friends again like because of that mindset of that I couldn't be friends with you just because we weren't in the same like position or same morals or anything um when that mindset like suddenly like just got removed from my mind that was also the time when I started making more friends and it only happened recently actually like especially um grade 11 which is right now um with this whole online school thing which is so ironic how i was able to make more friends in online school compared to when i was like in real physical school it's kind of sad and i kind of regret that but you know it's okay you know what's done has been done and once you um you know take off that barrier that you have towards other people then you just naturally like make more friends if that makes sense like you know once you see people not for their differences but for who they are like you know what makes them them once you see them for what you have in common i guess then really like making friends just comes so naturally i feel like i i don't even know what i just said (laughs) but anyways i'm gonna move on because i really i feel like I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. But now I'm going to talk about kind of the difference between my local Chinese school compared to an international school. So I really like this um, idea because I watched a recent episode of Get Real and it was the one where it had Jackson Wang. 
and he also went to an international school and he basically just described his experience as crazy and you know less um conservative also in a way and i would say that's true also from my experience um i feel like you know we have this stereotype of people in international schools as wild compared to local schools which it makes sense like that's that stereotype kind of holds true but it's not necessarily for all students like not all the students in an international school party like there are some who they just don't party and they don't drink and they don't do any of those wild stuff that i probably shouldn't be saying right now but whoops sorry <laughs> um and yeah um that's what i was mostly gonna say like not everyone international school is wild but a good there's a good amount who's you know like a bit more wilder compared to the people you see in like your local chinese schools and besides that difference of people being a bit more wild and a bit more i guess i don't know what another word to i don't know what other word to use but wild <laughs> but anyways uh, another difference is the way they teach i think you know we're going to these schools for their education of course so another main difference is their teaching style and i think for the um, chinese school that i went to it was a lot more of memorization so you know we study this lesson you learn this like concept you memorize it and then you take the test and after you take that test it just it's gone you don't have to remember it until like the quarter exam or the semester exam while for um my international school i felt like instead of memorizing i was kind of taught to understand the concept more because we did a lot of essay writing which you know you have to make sure that your essay sounds like you of course unless you want to like just copy the textbook which is also okay but you get what i mean like we were taught to express things in our own way and that's a really good thing i think personally like how we weren't just taught like word for word in the textbook but instead we were um asked to you know read a lot and write essays a lot and it made me i think a better writer and a better speaker also by doing that so that's that's a good thing and i think um in like in my school personally in the international school we do a lot of like cumulative tests like i feel like in my old school we didn't do much of that like we just took like one test for each lesson and we compiled everything at the end for like the quarter exam or the semester exam but then in my school i also have like some tests and quizzes where you need to know like or at least remember what you learned in the past lesson in order to you know understand the quiz if that makes sense so i think that's like another difference i had and there's honestly so many more differences i feel but i just can't remember them right now but at the same time there's a lot of similarities like i think when people hear like the word international school like everyone's suddenly like so like wow oh my gosh international school like oh it's so like fancy and prestigious it's so elite and the best but then once i finally like entered one i don't know i feel like it's kind of normal like we're not as fancy or prestigious as you think we are we're just like normal students who go to school for an education and to make friends obviously but yeah <laughs> um 
don't know if I have anything else to say regarding international schools. Let me think for a while. Hold up. Oh, I think another difference for international schools is they focus more on sports and extracurriculars. Like, there's a lot of extracurriculars and there's a lot of like leadership positions for these extracurriculars. So, you know, obviously you have those who are interested in sports. So you have a lot of um, you know, basketball, volleyball, soccer and all that and in international school i feel like they have a lot more facilities to um to host these sports and to encourage people to do these extracurriculars like you know we have like a theater for those like people who are into theater and we have like music rooms for those who like to play violin piano um guitar bass and all that and they have like all the instruments and they kind of lend it to the students i feel like in um, the chinese school we have like less facilities and we focus more on school and, you know, grades and all that. But yeah, that's another difference, I feel. But I feel like that's like a difference you kind of hear a lot. I would say that in an international school, people are more open. Um, they're more outspoken in a good way, obviously. Like, they don't mind sharing their opinions. They don't mind sharing their thoughts. And um, they don't mind, you know, talking about what they believe in. So that's something that's quite nice because you get to um, hear different opinions, different ideas, and you get to like understand the viewpoints of other people, which is nice. It's a really good experience compared to I feel like in a Chinese school where since we all grew up the same and we have mostly like the same culture, religion, morals, and everything, then... We basically have like the same ideas so we didn't have um, any exposure to other ideas and we never had anyone who opposed our ideas as well so yeah i think that's like another another difference that we have so i think those are the only difference i can think of now and that's pretty much my whole speech or what commentary on moving schools and you know, overcoming culture shock and making friends and the differences and all that. That's basically all I had to say. And I'm going to move on to college plans, which, ooh, this topic is like, it gets me excited, but also nervous, I guess. So we'll see. Ah, anyways, I think I should start off with, you know, the places I plan to apply to. Um, right now, I have like a pretty long list. I'm trying to like, make it go down to like at least maybe like 10 like maximum like maybe 12 schools but just so you guys have an idea my um course or what i plan to take in college is actually accounting and maybe a side of legal studies we'll see how that goes who knows maybe it'll change but that's kind of the plan right now and the schools i plan to go to or apply to sorry i can't go to these schools yet because um, they haven't they haven't accepted me yet, but uh, my first choice is actually to go to Singapore. And well, it's really competitive in Singapore, but really it's just like my dream kind of university destination. So the schools that I plan to apply there is um, NTU or Nanyang Technological University, NUS or um, National University of Singapore, and SMU or Singapore Management University. And I'm just gonna put it out there. Um. My dream school is actually SMU. I really want to go there because, you know, um, they have the course of like accounting and legal studies, like kind of already like a set, like they have like a set 
course, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Basically, that's what I kind of understood from um, like the info session that I went to from my school. And I really like the school. Like, I love um, SMU's location. I like how their teaching style is more of like a seminar style. And it's more of, you know, you talking in class. And I don't know, I just really love the school. Like, it's so pretty. But I don't know if I'll ever get in there. But really, it's like a dream, 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 dream school that I wish I could, you know, go to in the future. So for my second choice is actually um, plan on applying in Hong Kong. Uh, I plan to apply to the University of Hong Kong and also um, Hong Kong Polytechnic University or also known as um, PolyU. So yeah, I plan to apply there. And I also plan to apply in Canada um, because I do have family there. So I plan to apply to UBC or um, University of British Columbia. And I'm kind of thinking if I should apply to U of T, um, University of Toronto. I'm not quite sure, but recently I've been seeing pictures of like, um, they're not really my friends, but like um, mutual friends who are who live in Toronto. And I don't know, when I see their pictures, it looks so pretty there. And it looks like a really nice place to live in. But still thinking about it, I'm not so sure yet. Then of course I have, um, I'm gonna apply to the US maybe, hopefully. Realistically, I don't know if I'll go as far as the US like to study just because I want to be near home. But anyways, I plan to apply to UCLA, UC Berkeley. And those are like the two schools that like if I get in, if I get accepted, those are the schools that I'll probably go to, like realistically speaking. But um, I plan to or like I'm not really sure yet if I should apply to these the rest of these schools that I'm gonna mention and you know why um I don't know if I will ever apply to these schools because well the schools are um MIT and then you have Harvard you have UPenn which I actually really like UPenn and out of all the schools that I'm gonna say right now it's probably like one of the schools that I would really apply to like you know with like full out effort and all that um next was Columbia Yale and NYU, which NYU used to be like my, I guess, quote unquote, like dream school. But like, I actually don't know why it like became like my dream school. I think I just like found out that it has like a really good accounting program and a really good business school. But I like afterwards, like after watching more videos, I realized um, I feel like the campus is not really for me. And it's quite unsafe because you're like in the middle of the city and there's no like enclosed campus. But Anyway, NYU, sorry, I rambled. Um, and USC, um, University of Southern California. But these, the rest of the schools I named, I don't really know if I'm going to apply there. Realistically, like, I don't know if I'm going to waste my time to apply to these schools. I don't even know if I will, like, actually go to even if I pass. But, you know, just letting you know. <laughs> and lastly, of course, I plan to apply here in the Philippines to Ateneo and La Salle. I feel like there's, like, a big stigma across, like, people who go to an international school and end up going to a local school or a local university in the Philippines, which, I don't know, I feel like we shouldn't have that stigma. It's kind of like an unsaid thing here, but, like, I don't see what's wrong with it. Like, some, I guess people just have that expectation that, oh, if you go to an international school, you're going to go to a university abroad. But really, like, honestly, like, going to a university in the Philippines is also fine. Like, there's nothing wrong going to a local university, but... 
anyways yeah that's all i have to say pretty much my college plans i'm applying pretty soon so we'll see how that goes we'll see i really don't know um i still have to make my like um college essay draft which is due today but i haven't submitted yet so i should probably do that right now <laughs> and not make a podcast but here i am and anyways um that's all i had to say basically wow i was able to fit that all into this one recording and anyways before i end the show of course i like to end with what i'm currently watching listening and obsessing over you know just so that you guys know um currently i'm still watching the same things from last week um nothing new that i've watched and nothing new that i've finished although i am almost done with um more than friends i'm in like episode 14 so i plan to finish that tonight and i'm planning to start um either river where the moon rises or um it's called must you leave the other k-drama and i honestly don't know i don't even know that's the right title but those are basically what i plan to watch and what i'm currently listening is well i'm pretty much listening to the same thing as i said i'm listening still to chungha shiny and now also listening to 80s new album so yeah i'm really excited for that um oh i forgot to mention actually last week what i was um listening to like in chinese album and currently my favorite like my current favorite side tracks are body rhythm code kiss kiss and kind i feel like i just like said the whole like all the songs of the album but i really like um listening to those those are the ones that i gravitate towards and for 80s you know i've been listening to the title track and yeah well i feel like i listen to more than the title track wait let me check well yeah, i listened to t- the title track um called fireworks i'm the one and i think i also listened to um time of love and take me home so yeah i really like those songs and currently what i am obsessed over is probably my new hair i actually just cut my hair like a few days ago my mom cut it for me but to make it sound more fancy i like to call my mom my new personal hairstylist so yes my personal hairstylist um like just chopped my hair right now it's um above my shoulders which i'm really happy because it's been really hot here in the philippines so you know i don't want to deal with my hair being so thick and all that so yeah um that's pretty much what i've been up to um i feel like this whole episode is completely a mess because just the way i tell stories is like all over the place like i go back and forth and everywhere but you know i really enjoyed filming this episode i actually filmed this like so many times like the intro because like again like i was so nervous to film it and like i couldn't get my words to form sentences or anything but yeah um i hope that you enjoy the show thank you so much for listening till the end of the podcast you survived another episode with me and my rambles again if you have any suggestions or more ideas for topics to talk about feel free to contact me on my instagram or shoot me an email if you're a professional so yeah it's gonna be all in the description of this podcast and yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you guys so much for listening.